Four o'clock in afternoon, ESCOM continues to assure the country that reports that it's preparing for a national blackout are unfounded. The utility says the energy supply remains constrained, which is why it ran a simulation test called Exercise Breaking Dawn. Now, some media have reported this to be an indication that the power utility is bracing itself for an imminent worst-case scenario. Energy analyst Chris Yelland says that until additional power stations are completed, load shedding will continue. I don't think the worst is over. I think uh, load shedding is here with us to stay, uh, perhaps for two years, uh, even a bit longer, uh, until uh, we bring on short-term measures of increased power generation, as well as the longer-term measures of completing Madupi and Kusili and Ngula power station. Uh, And until we can bring on these additional supply-side uh, options with increased generation capacity. Eskom is not going to have enough space uh, to do the necessary maintenance to deal with the maintenance backlog without uh, having load shedding. Investigations are underway to determine what caused dozens of primary school children to fall ill at the school on Friday in KwaZulu Natal's Mgunundluvo District Municipality. 56 pupils in the Essi Mozomani area of Richmond were rushed to Peter Maritzburg hospitals after simultaneously showing symptoms of food poisoning. Most of the children aged between 9 and 12 have been discharged from hospital. KwaZulu-Natal Health MEC Dr. Sibongiseni Glomo visited the school and assured parents they will do everything possible to find the cause of the poisoning. In other news now, the Supreme Court of Appeal in Bloemfontein has ruled in favour of the City of Cape Town's appeal against preventing public access to information about roads agency Sunrall's proposed tolling of the N1 and N2 freeways outside the city. And the city says it can now fully disclose how Sunrall's awarding of a tender to the Protea Parksway Consortium for the N1 and N2 toll highway project will affect residents and visitors to the region. Sunrall and the consortium wanted to keep certain court documents on the project a secret. You're listening to Lotus FM News at 4. Now, with Nigerian election results expected to start trickling in soon, Nigerians living in South Africa have expressed mixed views on their expectations. Thousands of Nigerians went to the poll of the weekend for the presidential elections. The SABC spoke to Nigerians living in Johannesburg to get their view on the election. The result from Nigeria is uh, good luck. Yeah, I need him to win. Because I'm expecting uh, Buhari to win uh, the election. So why I'm just expecting uh, to become a president? Because he promised us that he's going to stop all the war in Nigeria. An example, like this Boko Haram of things and make this. And I want good luck to win. In as much as good luck is not a very good president, but Buhari is too old to rule Nigeria. There are younger people that are supposed to rule Nigeria. And to wrap up the approval of the Chinese language Mandarin as part of the school curriculum in South Africa has been met with mixed feelings. The Department of Basic Education says pupils will be able to learn the language as an official subject. Some parents in Johannesburg believe this will only add to the pupils' workload. In view of the large Chinese population in South Africa, it will make sense to introduce the Chinese language in schools. I honestly don't think that it is worth introducing to schools. It's a better idea as our kids are also struggling with the language that we have right now. Introducing such a difficult language, it will be difficult for our kids to cope and learn. 
That's the news at four. Your top story this hour, ESCOM continues to assure the country that reports that it's preparing for a national blackout are unfounded. The utility says the energy supply remains constrained, which was so why it ran a simulation test called, it's called exercise breaking at dawn. For Lotus FM News, I'm Navita Gajraj. I'll be back with headlines at 4.30.